0: Let's call to order the meeting of the planning committee for Monday, February 5th at 9 a.m. First item or next item on our agenda is approval of the minutes from the January 2nd, 2024 meeting.
1: Do I have I motion? for approval, Madam Chairman.
0: Second. We have a motion and a second. Any discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 Motion carries. The next item on our agenda is public comment. If you are here for public comment, please come to the podium. You have two and a half minutes. Please state your name and address for the record and I will time you.
1: Good morning, committee. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. I'm Gary Ponder. I live currently live at 118 Indigo Marsh Circle, Charleston 29492. I'm here as uh, my mother's personal representative for the state of Nancy Ponder. Um, we are requesting a rezoning from R2 to R3 for 740 Atlantic Street and um, i'm here in support of that if you have any questions when the time comes thank you
0: thank you any other people here for public comment all right public comment is now closed moving on to item four request to annex approximately 0.97 acre parcel at yeah Road, hall hall yo yo hall
2: I think that's how you say it. Go Hall Road. Um, so as you mentioned, this is a 0.97 acre tract of land. <clears throat> um, it is located here, uh, outlined in blue. Um, you can see on the future land use, that whole area is um, settlement community land use, uh, is the future land use, uh, which is appropriate. Here's the current zoning map. It is in the county. It backs up to the Moore's Landing Plan Development, formerly known as the Coaxin Tract. And um, they would come in automatically as CC Community Conservation District. Um, and there currently is an improved single-family residential mobile home there. Um, so it's my understanding they want to come in and get sewer. So.
1: Madam Chairman, I'll move for approval. Second a recommendation to Town Council uh, that we annex that property. All right, we have a motion. We have a second. Any discussion? Mr. Chapman? Yes, ma'am. I went out and looked at it yesterday and it's relatively vacant land in that area. And um, it's it's good to get that into the town. So whatever they want to do there, eventually um, they would have to abide by our zoning requirements and regulations.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, Any further discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Uh, Aye. Uh, motion carries moving on to item 5a request to rezone to r3 um, a parcel located at 740 atlantic street
2: all right um, as you said this is currently zoned r2 <clears throat> it's about a third of an acre uh, you can see it here in the aerial and this is an interesting area and just to give you a little bit of history um, this is the future land use map so as you can see the whole area is called out for traditional neighborhood and um sorry conventional neighborhoods you see all the beige around there um that's conventional neighborhood these 11 parcels are specifically called out for traditional neighborhood and i'll explain why in just a minute that is the comp plan um, the r3 request is appropriate for that uh, future land use um, here's the zoning so you can see those parcels um, the darker brown have already been zoned to R3. And what makes this area unique is that they actually front on two streets. And so if you go back a little bit, you can see before Hill Street, there was a farm there, Hills Farm. Uh, when that sold off and subdivided, you had Hill Street. Um, all of these parcels actually came in as R2 with the 1979 code. So the one parcel, this first one here, um, was actually subdivided before we had zoning. So they subdivided, so that's why they were able to stay under the R2 zoning. Um, The others since then, as you see, have rezoned R3 and subdivided because um, the R3 development standards allow them to subdivide. Um, If they stayed as R2, you couldn't subdivide and front that uh, lot off of Hill Street. Um, Here you have 2012 further subdivided. Uh, This one was subdivided in 2019. And so this is the current um, parcel before use. So what they would like to do is consistent with that area. And this should be the last one. This last uh, lot, 754, is actually, if we go back to the future land use, is actually outside of that darker green color on the future land use. So for them to rezone and subdivide would not be appropriate. They don't have full uh, street frontage on Hill Street. It actually ends with that, that last lot there. Um, so that's what's before you to rezone it to R2 uh, or R3. I'm sorry, so that, that they could be consistent with those other parcels that front those streets and create two lots: one fronting Atlantic and one fronting Hill Street. Do we have any questions from? Yeah, I know under R3
3: we currently allow duplexes, mm-hmm. and then we're under discussion to allow what else in R3? And with new zoning, will it only still be just duplexes?
2: It would be duplexes. Um, I think, um, I can't remember if the cottage court would be conditional or not. But again, you'd have to, uh, that's all what ifs. Um, yeah, if it goes through, if it's allowed in this area, if it meets the conditions. I don't think anything else is allowed in R3 except the duplexes. So do so we you know, know
3: if the dimensions of the lot would accommodate? That I know with duplexes, you have to have certain, mm-hmm. you know, uh, size, Yeah, you probably you know, would. Back. And
2: I don't know if there's an intention to do a duplex there or not. But I think all these dimensions would, would meet that, Um yeah. And there's actually about 12 to 13 duplexes in this general area. Mm-hmm. Um So it's not an inappropriate use for this. But yeah, it would allow duplex, but nothing more.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chapman? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um The house at 736. Do you have a picture of the streets, of Atlantic Street, available? Uh,
2: the street view from Atlantic? Yes, ma'am. Um, I don't I don't have it in my, um, in my presentation. I can go to an aerial. There's the aerial, this one, but I don't have it from the street view in here. Um, but you can kind of see. So you're talking about right here?
1: Mm-hmm no ma'am down? i think it's one down to in the star where the uh yeah so it'd be
2: this one right that's here. One, yeah yeah that one okay
1: that house appears to be a little overbuilt mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's why i was asking have they met all of their uh, buffer requirements uh like
2: there's no means? buffer requirements in the single well, family I mean, just setbacks there
1: should be setbacks yeah mm-hmm. Um, I I'd have to go back and look. I'm just side. asking because it just looks too big for the neighborhood. Whereas the property we're looking at right now mm-hmm. is very small.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's you know a, a lot of lot. I presume they're mm-hmm. going to subdivide that lot. But uh, I'm, not, I'm just asking because yeah, it just looks overbuilt.
2: My guess is that when that was constructed, we didn't have our 40% impervious surface coverage, I'm guessing. Okay.
1: Um,
2: which is in place now and limits impervious surface in right. this whole area. Oh, well, that's uh, good to know.
1: That yeah. helps. Mm-hmm. That helps. And mm-hmm. I see the Plating Commission recommended approval.
2: They did so, unanimously because it was consistent with the comp plan. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Do we have any other thoughts? I, I just Mr. have one other
4: question. Um, mm-hmm. So the lot next to it. That Mr. Chapman was just pointing out those two lots um, were subdivided as State R two. Um, let me go back
2: to the zoning. Yeah, that those lots were created before we ever had zoning, 1978.
4: So this this lot can't possibly be subdivided under R two, is it not? The, the lot
2: land? under question now? No, it cannot.
4: Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Do I have a recommendation the council?
1: Do we have any further questions? Um, Ms. Hyatt? Well, I guess I don't have
3: questions. I would just have discussion. So I guess I'd have to wait. I'll
1: move that we recommend to council approval. All right, we have a motion to approve. Do we have a second? I'll second for the
0: purposes of discussion. Ms. Hyatt? Um, I've just
3: had neighbors reach out now that they realized that this was a request. And they talked about that side of Hill Street seems to hold a lot of water almost. When it rains, it's almost a pond. Um, so I wasn't sure how that would be accommodated or if it would be good for the area, what trees would be lost, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We can't
2: really tell from the images
3: mm-hmm.
2: if. That, that would all be part of the site plan review. If they go, if, if the rezoning is approved and they go through a sketch plan, that'll go back to Planning Commission planning commission would be the body that allowed any tree removal, which they typically don't, um, particularly if it's significant or historic. So the planning commission would review the drainage. They would review any subdivision of that lot. And then when a building permit was pulled, our stormwater engineers would review it probably about two or three times. They would have to retain all of their drainage on site. They would have to meet the impervious surface lot coverage. those things would all be reviewed during the development of the land, and
0: our permit allocation system would cover this. But would where does a duplex fall? That would be single family. Single family. Okay. So they could pull a permit for under the single family, and do sure. the duplex. Okay. All right. Any further discussion? Any questions? No, Mr. Randall has Mr. Randall, did you have anything further? Um,
4: I. No. I don't. I, I just I just will make a comment that um, I'm okay with it to send it to full council. I mean, it's going to go to full council anyway, um, but I reserve the right to do some more homework on it.
0: Okay. Is that you're leaving further? No. All, right, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 No? No. Okay, so with three yes, one no, we recommend a council approval oh. in line with the Planning Commission. Moving on to item B. All right,
2: um, this is just under an acre um, off of Erkman. It actually is on the corner of Erkman and King Street. You can see it here with the with the um, star on it. Um, so this is the future land use, which is actually neighborhood scale commercial. Um, so you can see this whole area on the other side of King, between King and Col- uh, Coleman was all recommended for commercial and the lot is zoned appropriately for that. So the request before you um, is to actually split zone the property. And we've had these, not we don't have them very often, but we've had them, you know, periodically, where uh, they would apply to split zone a property, and then if the zoning line is approved, then the, the, the line would be created through the plat. So the request before you is to take a portion of that, as you can see here in the drawing, and rezone the 0.36-acre portion that fronts uh, King Street to R2. And then what they would propose to do, and that would have to go back to Planning Commission too, is to develop that into two single-family lots, and then the remaining AB would be developed as commercial. And um, again, this does create the potential for two single-family lots. It would have to go to the Planning Commission. and that's all i have like i said we don't we don't have these
0: often but that is a request before you and How the planning commission we,
4: uh that we recommend denial
0: to focus. second we have a motion to second um any questions from the committee
1: no ma'am i don't have any go ahead no go ahead. i don't i don't have any questions uh, but in looking at it i mean it's a vacant <laughs> lot that is there and it looks like that's what they're trying there's to There's a do.
2: single family home there and it's been there. So when this property came in to the town um, back in 1979, when it came in under the first zoning code, 1979, it was automatically zoned AB, but there's been a single family house there all this time.
1: So no, I, um, I understand about the single family house. Right. That's very obvious, but they have a big lot right. next to the single family, which fronts on King Street, um, right. I, I I just for the neighborhood, mm-hmm. it looks to be it, it looks to be um, a little over done. If you were to subdivide that, um, and the house across the street um, looks like it used its full lot. And yeah, to have two houses on that lot, I just don't think would be appropriate.
2: And just, just so you do know, and the Planning Commission recommended denial based on the comp plan. and all of this all along there that fronts King is actually commercial uses, probably more like industrial uses. And so they felt like to make that part residential um, while the rest of this area is commercial, um, would not be appropriate for the neighborhood.
0: And all these houses are, I mean, those are all single family homes, correct? Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That all one. That, that was what really got to me, mm-hmm. that they wanted to take that nice vacant lot with trees, which if they were to build a bigger house on that lot, which I think probably will happen in the future. Um uh, on geez, the so, lot in question No no the whole the whole lot. It's it's own own day 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 day. Well, they
2: can, yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's
2: okay. So if they tore down the house now, they couldn't rebuild it because single family, a uh, straight single family detached on the ground floor would not be permitted. That's why they wanted to rezone.
1: I, I just think we need to figure out a better way. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so, was one of the arguments from commission, you know, potentially losing commercial opportunity. Exactly.
2: Yeah. The, the comp plan calls for commercial uh we don't want to they, they said we don't want to lose our commercial and um they just didn't make it was appropriate and one other question i guess somebody could improve
3: that house if they do less than 50 percent correct they yeah. could add on and yeah we'll, and leave it as residential for now
1: right I'm, again i'm sorry but in terms of commercial around all those other Single family along Irkman and further down. It just to me didn't seem uh, appropriate.
2: And Mr. Chapman, that was oh, that the um, huh? yeah. the the applicant. That was his that was his rationale was that this would make a nice transition or buffer between the other residential and the commercial across the street. That was his
1: reasoning for wanting to do it. Which, which I think is good, I think it's good, it's just maybe we need to find a better way. You know, why R2, why not R1, if they were going
0: to, if they were, let's say the homeowners wanted to stay living on the property and then get the rest of it yeah. developed, right, I don't know. Maybe, but, even the
4: existing house is not in, it's not in that part, no. yeah. Yeah. So but, I, I have the same concerns, Commission, I think we've done that too much throughout the years, is, mm-hmm. is uh, more residential into the commercial areas and we lose all of our commercial.
0: All right. We have a motion to tonight and we have a second. Oh, okay. you have to ask one more
3: question. It, would the lot boundaries um, allow R1? The um, potential for where, where they want to subdivide. You could mm-hmm. you could not create two lots. What if, if it was, it was R1. R1? So uh, between the AB and the R 2 no.
2: Yeah. So he wants to go R2 so and that he good. could do that.
3: Right, you'll be two, two houses. But here. if mm-hmm. it was
2: R1 he would not be able to accomplish that.
3: Well, I just mean if if that was R one instead of R two, and it was one house instead of two houses, is the lot the lot perimeter is enough? I know uh, you have to have the lot size to be qualify as R one. It
2: could, yeah, he could have. He's got eighty R1. by a
3: hundred or whatever the R one yeah. requirement is. If he leaves it R one uh, instead of R two.
2: If he yeah, he could have requested R one. Okay, but That's he the wanted to. <laughs> of course, yeah.
1: of yeah, course. Yeah. And and again <laughs> yeah. again. again um, having gone out there and looked at it, it certainly would look plenty big enough for just a single family, as opposed Mm to splitting
0: it. We have a motion to deny in a second if there's no further discussion. All those in favor of the motion to deny, say aye. Aye. Uh, Motion carries unanimously item number six on the agenda is discussion and next steps to the zoning code rewrite so i um spoke with michelle prior to the meeting and decided that we weren't going to do anything substantive at this particular meeting because i feel like we need a series of special meetings to go through the code it is over 600 pages long i think it is important that we go through all of it Mm -hmm. um not just certain sections of it Mm -hmm. um and so i was thinking at least don't don't groan. like four mm-hmm. four meetings, as many as it takes, as many as it, it takes, right? As <laughs> many as <laughs> it takes to do it right. But I I, 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 think we, I think we've got to start with I think we should start with four meetings, okay. um, and we could divvy it up into the different sections and have a focus on each particular section. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think some of the things that came through at the um, at the council retreat were surprising <laughs> to many members of planning and many members of council. Um, you know, in particular certain. Certain things with this concept of diverse housing options, but like mm-hmm. putting duplexes in R1, I know was something that everyone was like, "Wait, what? What? Like that seems mm-hmm. very um, not in line with, uh, with how we want to see Mount Pleasant develop." So, um, so I think I think we need special planning committee meetings. Okay. And we can report back to full council, but I think we should tackle it as a committee. How how does the committee feel about that rather than than special council meetings? I think just logistics with timing of everyone's schedules.
1: I, I think that we need to do this together, not just have a meeting and then a month or two later have another meeting. We need to compress it so that we have the insight from meeting to meeting and not wait a long time in between because you lose the uh, perspective if you don't do it that way i agree with that would
0: we rather take like a like a half would it be easier for people to take like a half day and spend you know instead of four four hour meeting four meetings like do a half day or would you rather do like like a weekly like a weekly meeting for Mm -hmm. over four weeks
1: yeah, I think that's better that way. Okay, because if you go much beyond an hour, you start to lose. Yes, I agree. Lose interest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree. I think you
4: yeah, know, around a two-hour meeting each time is, I think, is a good chunk of time. And then I also think, um, as far as chunking it up, uh, mm-hmm. when we start looking at it, and this committee recommends changes. Um, It's like we we do that for a a small chunk of it. And then at the next meeting, we can review like a red line version uh, with the recommended changes. It would be like part one of that meeting and then part two would be, now let's look at the next little chunk. And then as you go through that, maybe it takes more than four meetings to do all that. Um, And maybe if we're gonna do it like that, um, Michelle, I don't know if, if they could be every week or if there would need to be time to make edits that were recommended to then present back to then go to the next one um i just don't want it to be like we we give feedback um a series of feedback and then it's really hard to then go back through a red line version after all the feedback is done and and make sure that it's it's all in there yeah mm-hmm. i think, think you really got to check both of those components up
2: okay i'll i'll get with our consultants um and see if they're able to to do it that way. Um, I, I certainly think we can do, you know, over the next month, one a week. Um, whether or not they're able to get the red line back by the following week, I, I'll have to check with them and see. Um, but if nothing else, perhaps, you know, if it takes them an extra week to get the red line, then it takes an extra week, but we can we can get it to you like that. Um, I just don't wanna make a commitment on their behalf when I haven't talked to them.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but no, I think we can certainly, if y'all are willing to do it, need, every week for the next month or
0: mm-hmm. a month or, uh, to start month to start and if we don't get through it we can add some more yeah. and so we can we can coordinate offline as far as like mm-hmm. schedules
3: yeah I was, I was going to say it may be hard to exactly get us all together mm-hmm. every week but you know if it was every, or two every if two it worked weeks. out every two weeks it mm-hmm. was going be mm-hmm. close enough i think It might give them we more time red red <laughs> <But they'll try laughs> to redline
0: every week have a week best accommodate okay. each other's schedules any other feedback from the committee about the next steps to the zoning code will right?
4: mm-hmm. Okay. right. Um, I just have a a, um, a procedural question. Okay. So this committee would then, you know, we would go through it, and mm-hmm. at the end of it, we would, after we've gone through it, however many meetings it takes, we have the red line version of what this committee So, Then does that new version go back to planning commission to have a public hearing and planning commission input and then go all the way back through the process, or how does that work?
2: So I think the next time we probably go to planning commission is going to be a pu- for public hearing. So my thought would be, once you all put in the work, you, my thought is you would want to get full council's thoughts on what you've redlined and what you've you've made changes yes. to. Okay. Yes. And then once we have full council blessing, we can start that public hearing process at the commission. Okay. Um, if that sounds okay.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds correct. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what we talked about at the retreat right.
0: doing it mm-hmm. that
1: way because we don't want to send out something for a public hearing that full council is mm-hmm. not satisfied mm-hmm. with because um, so, it'll create more issues than mm-hmm. we want to deal with. Mm-hmm. I agree with
0: that. Okay. All right. Do we want to talk through any... Like, or things or not at this point. I, I just put them on here because I mm-hmm. thought
2: these were some of the big issues that we heard mm-hmm. um, and just if it gives you a little bit of relief, there's a lot of the code that didn't change and it's that procedural, you know, where we, a lot of the code is what our boards and commissions do, what's under their purview. Those things that carry over and never change. So if it makes you feel a little bit better, mm-hmm. a lot of it is exactly the way it is now and wouldn't change because we have the same boards and commissions. They have the same responsibilities. So I do think there is a portion of it that I, I, we can go through it, but it's not changing. It's it's always stays the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, But what I can do is get with the consultants, and we'll figure out a good way to, to break it up and um we'll coordinate and get our first meeting scheduled All
4: right. yeah and just okay. i'm sorry one more feedback on that I think, okay uh, and going through it uh, mm-hmm. some of it last week um i do exactly what you said i think a lot of it is procedural it's really those mm-hmm. first two um, right. sections that yeah. are the bulk uh, yeah. of it and i think even that first section might take mm-hmm. might actually take three or four meetings to really just go through that first section, but yeah. Um, and then I would also just like I don't know if any of the other members of this body would request this, but I would love to have a uh, printed copy of yeah. at least the first couple of sections. We don't have to sure print all the procedural stuff, but uh, the it's sections. Hard to go through. I, yeah, I need to highlight.
2: What we can do is once we get the sections, how we're gonna how we're gonna go through them. I, we can print those out ahead of time. That section we're gonna go over and then okay. kind of. But yeah, we can certainly do that. And like I like you were saying, so much of it's procedural we kind of thought staff wise these were going to be the big ones it's going to be that the housing it's going to be the tree protection and mitigation it's going to be the murals signs like we feel like there's going to be some big ones that we're going to be spending a lot more time on than the procedural stuff so
0: um, i would also like a would everyone like yeah i'm a highlight i'm a highlighting person as well yeah Yeah. okay sure all right well um that takes care of item number six. As there's nothing further to come before us, we stand adjourned.
1: Thank you, Madam Chairman. Thank you, Howard.